Hey, thanks for stopping by. I'm Pastor Dave at Bensonville Bible Church, a church pretty much where everybody knows your name. Whether you are fluent in Spanish or English, or neither for that matter, we welcome you to our church family. You know, 365 days back, we stood on the threshold of 2020. It was such an exciting year, such an exciting moment for us, I guess, as we looked into the year. The year was bright with adventure, but now, 365 days later, not so much fun. The world as we knew it, it has shifted. Our lives have been turned upside down, and we all have been riding a wild, emotional roller coaster together. COVID numbers are overwhelming. The woke crowd has become more emboldened, and traditional American values, such as uh, self-reliance and personal freedom and free enterprise, seems to be headed for the chopping block. Basically, the world seems to be on fire. John MacArthur reminds us that as believers, we see the constant upheaval and turmoil as evidence of this world's corruption. Sin has ruined this place, and the daily reminders of its depravity frequently distract and dishearten and disturb us. More than that, the worries of the world, from global political problems to fears over personal safety and well-being, seem to be dominating our lives and burden our hearts. You know, I came across a message by Ray Pritchard that God used to give me some personal encouragement and to lift my spirits. He tells the story of a friend, of his friend actually, called, named Pastor Peter, who leads a house church in China. The police came three times to try and shut his church down. And then one Sunday, the Chinese police crashed the service just as he was preparing to open the word of God for the people, and they hauled him off to jail. After his release, he told Ray Pritchard, in my church, there are many young people with college degrees and others with advanced degrees. We have a good knowledge of the Bible, but now we are experiencing God in a new way. Now we know what Emmanuel really means, for God has been indeed with us. Peter's story of the turmoil brought on his church by the Chinese government reminded me of the words in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 10. Brethren, be all the more diligent to make certain about God's calling and choosing of you. It's the certainty of God's calling and his choosing of us to be in his family, John 1.12, that makes endurance through the tough times really possible. So despite lockdowns and the battle of the political giants in Washington and the upheavalness of our culture, let's not lose hope. Let's not lose heart. That's exactly Paul's testimony to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In fact, he states it twice. Verse 1, therefore, since we have this ministry, as we receive mercy, we do not lose hope. And again in verse 16, therefore, we do not lose hope, we do not lose heart, but through our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Or to put it another way, Paul is telling us that he and his ministry team never give up despite life's traumas. In his testimony to the Corinthians in chapter 4, verses 16 through 18, Paul gives us three reasons why we should never lose heart, why we should never give up despite life's traumas. The first reason to not lose heart comes in verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart, but through our outer, though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Paul is telling us, that though his body was decaying, as a follower of Jesus, his inner self is being renewed day after day after day. You know, barring some horrible accident, death is 
naturally, gradually squeezing its cold fingers around us like a giant python squeezing its prey. Paul's point is, despite our fleshly bodies decaying naturally, in the realm of the spirit, we are being renewed by God. He looked at the turmoil around him and saw the hand of God renewing his spirit, as told to us in Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 and following. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary of or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He, is, he gives strength to the weary. To him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Isaiah is talking about the spiritual dimension of our lives. The point being, God in the midst of all of our troubles still provides us the stanima needed to keep on keeping on. So Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, I am content, now follow this carefully, I, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, that's when I'm strong. The truth that Paul lived by was that God daily renewed his inner man. And that's our first reason for not losing heart. Despite life's troubles, God is in the business of daily renewing our inner man. And take that to the bank as we enter in 2021. The second reason for not losing heart comes in verse 17. So here Paul tells us, for momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. As a side note, in light of Paul's words, I have yet to count difficulties as both light and momentary. COVID and all of its twistedness are crushers in my opinion. But look closely at what Paul is saying to us. He says light affliction is producing, now that's a key word, you may want to underline that word, light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. The point is, difficulties have a purpose. That's what James tells us in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. He says there to his readers, he says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials and struggles knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. I Listen carefully. Trials, troubles, difficulties of life such as pandemic pressures have a positive effect because they are producing for us an eternal weight of glory. It's important we understand that the only suffering that produces eternal weight of glory hinges on our attitudes and actions during the pressure moments that really honor God. So here's the question. How's your attitude? And I can ask myself, how's my attitude during the pandemic pressures? So the second reason for not to lose heart is knowing that the pandemic struggles are not without purpose. 
they are actually producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. Third, the third reason to not lose hope comes in verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Notice what Paul is telling us. Followers of Jesus don't let afflictions and difficulties shorten their eyesight. Too often I find myself short-sighted. Back some 60 years ago, my grandpa decided that it was time to set me on the tractor and teach me to plow straight lines. Now, you have to remember, this is before satellite connections that pretty much guide tractors today across their fields. I'm on the tractor seat, grandpa standing on the hitch. He instructs me, fix my eyes on a speck of fence post clear on the other side of the field. In fact, it was so far away, one almost needed binoculars to see the fence post. His words to me, keep your eyes on the fence post. Don't lose sight of it. Drive like you're going to hit it. I plowed my first straight furrow that day and everyone after that. Mark these words. Job said, man is born into trouble. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. And James wrote, we fall into various trials. None of us would question the fact that life can bring disappointments and discontent, discontentments and pain and grief and loss and disasters of all kinds. It is filled with unexpected turns, unanticipated events, dread, sometimes debilitating and painful experiences. That's life. And the longer you live and the longer I live, the wider your experiences and the wider my experiences and the more people that you and I connect with, the more potential there is for pain and difficulty. So listen to Paul's words carefully. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. When pandemics come, afflictions come, difficulties come, our first reaction, and mine, is to focus on the here and now, and in the process I lose sight of what's to come. Life is tough. Paul is telling us that in the midst of life's swirl of troubles, set your sights beyond this life to the life to come. 1 Peter chapter 1, Peter writes, Now for a little while, if necessary, you've been distressed by various trials, but look ahead at the time when you will be found to result in praise and glory and honor in the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so the third reason for not losing hope grows out of where we set our eyes. We don't lose heart when we value eternal realities over temporal, when eternity and what is eternal is more important to us than time and the temporal. So Paul writes to us in Colossians 3.2, set your minds on the things above and not on the things that are here on earth. I think too many of us are indeed short-sighted. To not lose heart is is tied to our eyesight. Looking ahead to the time when we will be found to result in the praise and the glory and honor of the revelation of Jesus Christ anchors us not to lose heart. Well, let's stop here and reflect for a moment as we prepare for life in the new year. You know, as I reflect on the moment, I see death reigning because of sin and because of Satan, who is the God of this world. Death is his friend and his weapon. 
But the Bible tells us that death has lost its sting, 1 Corinthians 15, 55, because of the victorious resurrection of Jesus, the Messiah, from the dead. And it is by faith we see into the unseen world. Our trouble should not diminish our faith or disillusion us at all. We should realize that there is a purpose in our sufferings. We need to remember that problems and human limitations do have their benefits. Well, for one, they keep us from pride. Second, they cause us to look beyond this brief life. And third, they prove our faith to others. And fourth, they give God the opportunity to demonstrate His power. And fifth, they bring an eternal reward. Paul is telling us that our trouble should really be seen as opportunities. Our ultimate hope when we are experiencing terrible illness or persecution or pain is the realization that this life is not all there is. There is life after death. Knowing that we will live forever with God in a place without sin and suffering can be a great encouragement and help us to live above the pain that you and I face on an everyday life cycle. From Ray Pritchard, the people of the world think we're nuts because they can't see what we see. And the only reason we can see anything at all is because God in His grace has opened our eyes to see eternal reality. You know, as it is written or as it is sung, we once were lost, but now I'm found. We once were blind, but now we see. And so we sing on right through our tears. We don't deny our tears or pretend the pain isn't real, but we sing on anyway. We see in the distance the great city of God. We see the light shining through the darkness that surrounds us on a daily basis. And so we keep on believing because God has given us eyes to see the unseen. And so we will never give up. We will never lose heart as we come into 2021 and leave 2020 behind. When Martin Lloyd-Jones preached on this text, he said that the greatest need of the church today is for the followers of Jesus to live as though these things are really true. The world waits and it watches and it scopes us out looking for believers to live by the unworldly standards. But we stand separate from those unworldly standards. And that is absolutely amazing to the world. When we live like this, when we see the invisible and make it the rule and ground of our life, the world will know that we have, what we have is more than theory, that it can't be explained away as a mere religious enthusiasm. The world will know that what we believe comes from some other place that they don't understand or can't even understand. They can't see it, and they can't even duplicate it with no matter what they do. As Martin Luther's great hymn goes, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And though this world with devil's fill should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. The prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him, his rage can endure, for lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fail him. Let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also. The body they may kill, but God's truth 
abideth still. His kingdom is forever. And that's for sure. And that's why we will never give up. We will never lose heart. So as you go through to, uh, 2021, remember this. God daily renews our inner man. There's a purpose to our difficulties. And we need to keep our eyes on the eternal to come. Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this great truth. We thank you for this tremendous gift. Three verses given to us to strengthen us, to show us the path of endurance. Help us to tower over the suffering of this life. May we so live that the pain that comes, the trouble that comes, will only produce a greater weight of glory, will only produce spiritual strength and a passion for the invisible and the eternal. Father, we wait for the day when we will stand in your presence and become all that we long to be. All the physical will be gone. And we look forward to this with great rejoicing, despite the tribulations and the trials that we go through. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God bless as we step into 2021. May it be a great year. And may you keep these principles ever foremost in your mind. Thanks for watching.